now sitting at the wave table. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode nine of the wave table. This episode is featuring Kai, aka Terraform. Do you want to uh, just give us a brief introduction, what you do and what you're all about and that good stuff? Yep. Yeah, no worries. Um, so, yeah, Kai, uh, Terraform. Um, so, basically, just uh, make dubstep, drum and bass, a bit of just hybrid stuff, quite light and energetic. Um, but. I've also been spending quite a bit of time also uh, just building up a, uh, a label, um, publishing label specifically, um, really just to kind of help those who have the same passion as myself, um, you know, get out there and kind of connect and give it a bit of a community go, like get a bit of a community going. Um, and yeah, um, not sure what, what to say too much there <laughs> love the industry uh really want to yeah make it make it my life i suppose so Hello. yeah i think like probably most of the people watching aim to do the same thing so it's good oh, to yeah, just, no doubt good to be consuming content from people who have similar goals just kind of puts you on the right track um so i do want to talk about the label stuff later because i know people are definitely going to be interested in that uh, but first of all, I wanted to talk about some of your music. So you normally make rhythm and dubstep and stuff, um, but you're sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm more so dub. Rhythm's always just been like rhythm's really big in the community, and uh, you know uh, to keep relevant. Like I've yeah. made rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, like I mean, if rhythm hadn't become such a big thing, I probably wouldn't have worried about it. Um, yeah, I definitely feel that. Like, I've made a few tracks that are rhythm-ish. Like, I don't really... It's not my main genre either, but it's definitely good for just staying relevant and that kind of stuff. It's good to practice, like, different things, different genres yeah. as well. It gets the creative juices flowing, so... Like, from making a bit of rhythm stuff, I definitely had a challenge in layering a snare on top of a kick or a clap on top of a kick, like... Yeah. Getting that to sound clean is pretty hard. And right. Yeah, exactly right. It's, I, I just used to compress them together because, like, just compress it so the kick would come down and then EQ the kick a little bit, like, for that, um, for when the clap would come over the top. Just kind of get it, obviously, till it sounds right. Yeah. I've seen people actually just make samples that are just, like, a kick and a clap, and I think that's probably a good way to do it as well. Yeah, no, that that definitely would be a good idea and save a lot of time too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, given that you mostly make dubstep, I wanted to ask uh, about your most recent track, which is a remix, uh, a remix of Duality by Samplifier. Oh, um, yeah. What made you go Giving with that Bass a good House? Old... Honestly, I was just uh, wanted to do something different, like change it up a little bit. Uh, I was just messing around with like what I'd already made. And I actually, it actually started off as drum and bass. Oh, and really? Then, yeah. Yeah. And then I had decided to actually take it back, um, like the BPM back down to like 120. I went down to like 140 and I was like, ah, I can't, can't make it dubstep. Like being big remix com- contest, um, you know, so many people are going to be doing dubstep, you know, I right. want it to stand out. I want it to be different. Um, and to do that. Yeah. I just, 
brought it down to one one twenty two, and then I was like, oh, oh, this this sounds good, <laughs> and so then played with it a little bit and um, fixed it up, and yeah, then then it came out to be what it is. But still mastering it at the moment. Actually, I mastered it last night and just put in probably another like raised it about three decibels and um, just added a whole bunch of spark into it and brightness, yeah. which is like just making it basically. So really excited to update that and also see the results of the competition and see like all the, all the contest winners at that. It's going to be great. Yeah. Are you worried that maybe they saw the earlier version and they're not going to see the like updated version? Maybe, but at the same time, there's that like, um, they've updated their link tree with yeah. the submission um, so I haven't actually submitted it through that yet. Okay. So I'm going to update the file and then submit it. So okay, fingers crossed good. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I really like the sound design on that. Like, I don't know to, whether to call it a lead or a bass, but just like the main synth. Yeah. It's, I mean, like I, I won't take any credit for that. That's all Samplifier really. Cause I mean, um, <laughs> I I think I might have put, I think it does say remix, doesn't it? I think I was meant oh. to actually put edit, but I was like, no, I'll just yeah. call it a remix. No, it's, totally just the, it's just the fake drop. Was, yeah, I totally forgot about that because like, it's such <laughs> a different vibe to the original. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's completely different. But um, yeah, like I was, my where I was going originally with this question was like, I was pretty much going to say, don't you think it would have been like way easier to just do a dubstep track, but you're totally right. Like everyone's going to be doing rhythm and dubstep. So going with bass house definitely helps you stand out from the crowd. Yeah, no, definitely. It was, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very happy with uh, the results of that. And I mean, to be honest, I actually would have to give a shout out to like the fire society oh, as well yeah. as like, um, Oski and Felmax because um, N12 because if it wasn't for them and their feedback and you know telling me to, like just get rid of this part like you don't need this part <laughs> like it's just a waste like you know it's you got to make the song interesting and to do that you know just take out this little interlude etc and it's because of them like that it ended up being what it is now so yeah I can't give enough credit to defy a feedback and that um I used to just put like heaps of random background percussion in all my tracks just because I felt like they were <laughs> empty or something. But then I think it was like Sean or someone from Defire was like, dude, just delete that whole fucking group of percussion and make your bases yeah. thicker. And then like yeah. since then, yeah, just been an upward hill, upward tra- trajectory. <laughs> yeah, I, I find that with some of my drum and bass songs is um, that I make and don't release <laughs> is that um, I add all these really like intense percussions. I always start with the beat when I'm doing um, a drum and bass song, but um, you know, I'll, I'll try to add like at least minimum 10 layers, like 10 different drum hits into it. Um, and then, you know, sometimes I end up adding, you know, 15 or seven, I have one song that has like 18 layers um, and eight of those layers are literally just all like different types of hats and percussions and like, shakers per se um but yeah sometimes i have found like you know i I put a little bit too much in and there's like (laughs) sometimes it's just the pattern though the the pattern's too much 
And then, yeah. Yeah. There's this, I always try to, uh, as well, like do a thing where I pretend I've never played drums, but I pretend that I'm playing drums and, you know, I can't hit like three or four things at once. So the focus is if I'm doing all these percussions is not to hit all these, so, um, these different percussions at the same time, because, well, just for the sake of natural sound, yeah. try to go for that more natural feel within the, the performance, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if this is like obvious to everyone or not, but it might be helpful to some. Um, but yeah, basically if you're programming drums, you want to have like the kick is okay. Like kick can go on top of everything else. But then other stuff, you can only have two things hitting at the same time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so have you done much bass house before this tune? Um I think I think like the second song I ever made, so like I'm talking like five years ago, it was like four years ago, uh, was bass house. And that's yeah. it. <laughs> and uh that was like all just loops. It was just creative juices flowing but like the idea wasn't terrible but the song was definitely not great <laughs> <That's for sure. laughs> i feel that that's like 99 percent uh, of my early tracks <laughs> yeah good uh, idea terrible go execution <laughs> exactly right yeah. um so did you have to do much like research on how to like create a bass house track other than just getting feedback from defire well, um, when I actually started DJing um, quite a few years ago, I actually started with house, and I used okay. to play on a um, house radio station called Solfinity, um, and used to have a weekly slot where basically every week I'd spend a couple of hours going through SoundCloud, downloading like more bass house tunes, um, and practicing them, and then putting together a set, and then putting it up. So. Um, there, there was definitely a, you know, a natural like inclination towards how house and bass house is set up. Yeah. Um, I remember Jaws back in the day when like he, you know, blew up and, um, started doing mod tours and et cetera. Um, yeah, I loved, I loved, um, bass house. I still do love bass house, but it's just such a unique style of, it's just like, boppy dubstep basically yeah. like super happy boppy dub- <laughs> <Yeah>. dubstep <laughs> yeah that's uh, pretty cool hopefully actually i might i might even make some more in the future depending we'll i see, wouldn't we'll mind see. seeing it come back a bit like it i mean i love i love 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 the head banging shit but uh, <laughs> always, always. it uh kind of gets old sometimes <laughs> um yeah that I do find I've, I've noticed like I was downloading some songs off Beatport earlier and um, I was just going through some of the top hundred and some, some of the songs just remind me of songs that had existed like a year or two ago. Yeah. But just like have a different melody in the background or like, you know, different um, effects basically. Like, you know, the, the synth is slightly different, but it's all the same structure and it's like there's ah, – so much more that can be done. <laughs> yeah, come up. Got to do that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, even even if it's not great, like you, you know, you, after you know a bit of practice and a bit of time, you'll figure out how to make that different shit really, really good. Yeah, how make I feel, like feel anyway. Even if you want to like make stuff that's still safe, try to make something new, like one element that sounds a bit different per track. 
Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I mean, you still got to keep those little like reference points, those little yeah. things that people are familiar with, but yeah, definitely. So what are your thoughts on remix comps in general? Uh, like the Disciple competition has definitely brought like a lot of attention to Disciple regardless of how big they already were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think that there's they like any it. downsides to it? Not not off the top of my head. Um, they're, they're, I, I feel like Never Say Die used to be the number one label. And I think yeah. that they, Disciple, ended up taking over that number one spot within the last couple of years. And I think they're just trying to hold that. Um, right. You know, keep, keep that relevancy, keep like just consistent um, impact within the actual industry, which is, uh, I mean, completely good for them. I, it was a Disciple that did the Belle Delphine like promo. It's Disciple, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. Fuck. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was. If it wasn't, it was never say die, but I'm pretty sure it was Disciple. <laughs> and like, just things like that. They're so onto like hype onto what's going yeah. on in the world right now. And, um, you know, just in branding in general, like that's a very important thing to do is, you know, be relevant to now. Yeah. They're always uh, like up to date with the latest shit and yeah. their community is levels above anything else. Like, they got the fucking live streams and all that shit. Like, yeah, even sound then, uh, packs and shit. Oh man, yeah, right. Have Plus, you tried? Uh, uh, was it the the distro? Oh no, what is it? Um, can't even remember what it's called at the moment. That like online chat platform and oh, it, Discord, it, Discord. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even that Discord is like so many people are on that. Bloody massive. I think I'm in that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I never go on it though. <laughs> yeah, I've, <laughs> I've got so many folders in my Discord and then there's like three servers at the top that I actually use. <laughs> I feel that. Oh, God. Um, so since we're on the subject of labels, do you want to um, stand up and show that shirt off for a second? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Booyaka shaka. <laughs> Let's get it. Oh, oh I'm going to spin the other way because of my headphones. <laughs> ride my chair for a second <laughs> boom i got um i've actually just been working all day at uh adding a whole bunch of new stuff to the uh merch shop such oh, as like yeah. hoodies and long sleeves and um yeah it's bloody time consuming i'll tell you that much i definitely but, um, need a new hoodie i'll tell you that much yeah <laughs> uh but yeah i Pay, I go a little bit overboard on the costs because uh, I try to use AS Color. Uh, AS Color is, and shout out to AS Color, like <laughs> they are hands down like one of the best shirt companies for like printing. If you ever do merch, recommend using them. Their shirts will last a lifetime. I've got shirts from like Biscuit Factory events um, here from here in Brisbane. Uh, one that's like five or six years old and it's still like perfect. Like it's got a tiny, tiny little bit of cracking in it. Yeah. But like, it's still perfect. I'll still wear that happily. Yeah. Dude, I don't give a shit about like a little, a tiny bit of cracking. The thing that pisses me off is <sighs> when you wear a t-shirt twice and it's already basically see-through. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Fucked. 
Um, so yeah. give us a like a kind of like extended introduction to Dubwobs as a label and uh, kind of what you guys are doing for those upcoming artists out there, such as myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. If you haven't haven't already uh, checked out Dubwobs in that sense, um, Astro has a uh, killer EP that <laughs> just dropped with us the other week. Um, definitely go check that out. That's been doing really good recently. Um, I'm trying to think. I actually think I got a possible radio submission. Um, someone hit me up wanting, yeah, your tunes for like some radio station what? over in uh, the UK. So like big Holy ups, shit. man. Um, That's crazy. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. It's in the side with, man. It's, I mean, progress every day. Um, but yeah, dub, dub webs, promotions, basically, um, you know, we're not your standard label or publish it. We're a publishing label where, which is all about promotions, hence promotions. Um, our folk or focus really is just to help the community, um, that's ever growing and ever so large, um, help, you know, small artists, big artists. It doesn't actually matter the, the level of the artist. It's just about the quality of the music and it's about, helping kind of unite everyone within the community, helping unite, you know, people who uh, love their rhythm, who love their dubstep, who eventually like, um, I want to get a lot of, uh, drum and bass involved as well. Oh, um, cause it's very, very similar, um, groups, like very similar, like pretty much we're all, all have the same passion really. So, but, um, yeah, I just want to kind of unite everyone in that, in any aspect. Um, but yeah, we're, so we're Brisbane based. Um, it's also run by my good mate, Matt Parker, who's schizoid. If you don't know him, definitely go check him out. Episode He's uh, two of the podcast. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so go check that one out too. Um, <laughs> but he, he's had some crazy news uh, of recent, which I cannot disclose Ooh. as much as I'd love to. Um, <laughs> So at the moment, we actually just do fortnightly releases, hoping to maybe go into weekly releases next year. Maybe um, it's a lot, like a lot of work, just even doing them fortnightly at the moment. But um, yeah, so we get exclusive releases from artists around the globe, um, set them up, do pre-saves on their albums or singles, um, release their music on all. Um, streaming platforms uh, from Spotify, Beatport, iTunes. Uh, Beatport's in the middle of being set up right now. I've had some difficulties, which is really annoying. But, um, yeah, and then uh, we, our music, um, you know, the, the music from the artists in which we're promoting, um, we pretty much inevitably, or inevitably, I don't know if that's the right word, um, con- consistently in um, – continue to uh, promote these works through time, you know, sending them to A&R, like, um, like synchronization labels and, or companies, um, you know, radio stations, um, you know, setting up playlistings from like on Spotify as well as SoundCloud, um, connecting with other promotional companies basically to bring light into what is the dark, dark, <laughs> world of dubstep <laughs> so but, 
God, that's a lot of shit, man. Like, even I still oh. learn something new. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I, I learn something new every day doing this. Like, you know, I don't want to, like, what is it? I can't even think of the term for it, but uh, talk myself up. But, like, I already know so much about the industry. And, um, you know, that's from years and years of actually being involved in it, of just being around it, just looking in more or less or slowly climbing in and then looking out as well um and i I really just want to be able to share all this information that i've been able to obtain with everyone else um it's kind of i don't want to say funny it's not funny it's not sad either but it's um odd to me how many musicians don't actually know the late like in sorry the industry um there's so many ins and outs that I mean, I can understand how it's confusing to some and how there's uh, so many crevices, more or less, um, that people haven't searched through. But, um, yeah, I just want to kind of bring these, this knowledge you know, out to the artists and help them actually realise how things work and how can they can best utilise th- themselves um, and their music and their brand. Um, for that for their own improvement basically yeah that's fucking hella cool thing you're doing man and i think um cheers bro a lot of the the reason that people don't really know how the music industry works is kind of just like grandfathered in from the days where record labels were the only possible way to like get your music heard because it was like okay i write music and if i write good enough music uh people are going to pick me up and then my shit shit gets out there. <laughs> Whereas obviously nowadays yeah. it's just like you can write your own music and put it out there, but the um, industry side of things, people are just kind of a bit slow to catch up on that knowledge, I guess. Um, yeah. Because they've just also, been creating for so long rather than worrying yeah. about the industry. It's got a lot to do with, I think, um, you know, the musicians come in with just a passion for music. Yeah. And, you know, their, their passion isn't to run a label or, you know, to help other artists necessarily. It's just to make killer music. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, so it's never a kind of, you know, in their plans to go learn how the industry works and figure out, you know, how contracts are set up and how promotion is done, et cetera, et cetera, or branding and all these, you know, in-depth things. But, um, yeah, it's crazy, crazy how big the world of that actually is. It's extremely intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that every day. <laughs> um, so how long ago did you start Dubwobs and kind of what was the moment where you realized like, okay, we're like an official thing now? Yeah, so um, I'd say that... Uh, well, officially, technically, it was about June of last year, of ni- uh, 2019. Um, that's when I started reaching out, you know, had the original idea and was really trying to push it forward. Um, but my mind wasn't in the right place. So, like, I wasn't focused on it and I wasn't actually um, putting time into it every day or anything. Um, and so eventually like i ended up getting two releases um over six months (laughs) and um 
but yeah, after um, the start of this year is when I really decided that, you know, I really want to do this. I'm going to put my all into it basically. And with COVID, like it was like perfect time to do it, yeah. you know, <laughs> what else am I going to do right now? Like play games, fiddle, my, fiddle my thumbs, like fiddle my fingers, whatever, whatever that term is. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And so I decided to pursue, you know, doing that and putting all my time and energy into that. You know, um, I put almost all of my spare, like excess money, which I mean, isn't a lot. I don't work. I dole bludge as people call it. Um, you know, I'm living off uh, government subsidies. Um, and that, that's just because of COVID again. Um, but yeah, I thought, well, with all this extra money, I might as well actually invest it, invest it in myself, invest it in, you know, a business um, and what I want to do and what my passion is. Um, and I, I'd say that uh, the point in which I knew that it was official in the label um, is probably like every day for the last like month. <laughs> like, because it's just, um, it's, it's still for me, for me, I'm still putting in like full-time hours at the moment. Um, it still has so far to actually go before it's running smoothly before, you know, it's off the ground really, you know, in the sense of a plane taking off, we're still gaining altitude. We're still, um, you know, our wheels are still down technically. Um, and at that, you know, I, I I see the big journey ahead. I see the distance that we still got to run, but yeah, I'm super excited for it. And the past month, every day has just been like seeing the progress, seeing, you know, people's love and passion, um, you know, reflect back towards me, like their appreciation for, you know, what I've been doing, um, you know, the help that me and Matt have been providing, um, you know, just, it fuels the fire basically it makes me want to do it even more every day. So. And I think it's um, listening to this, it might be easy to kind of take it as an understatement of how far, how fast the label has been growing. Um, but you posted a picture like four days ago or something where the label had 800 likes on Facebook yeah. and now it's at 900 in four fucking days. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> From <laughs> yeah, early, early days, it's, it's quite the jump. But yeah, I've, I mean, I honestly, I, I mean, that wouldn't be possible without those hundred people, you know, it wouldn't be possible yeah. without everyone out there, you know, showing their love and showing their support. Um, and I mean, to that, as I always say, you know, thank you guys. I honestly appreciate it to the bottom of my heart. But um, yeah, it's, it's partially overwhelming and partially <laughs> or half overwhelming and half exciting. You know, it's got to keep myself in check half the time you know, <laughs> so I can keep, keep my mind focused. Yeah. Keep my mind focused, keep everything flowing smoothly. Um, yeah. Yeah. You can't like let the positivity get you like too excited about it because then it becomes easy to not put as much effort into things at least exactly, from my yeah. experience <laughs> but yeah exactly because then you take a day off 
Yeah. Or like, you know, you decide, oh, you know, everything's going really good. I'm just going to relax for this day, you know, yep. you know, and then that day kind of ends up being like two or three days because yeah. you're just like, ah, it's all right. Um, and then, you know, after those two or three days, you come back and you're like, oh God, I have so much to do. Like I should have done this the other day. Like, you know, and then, then you're kind of like stressing almost. Um, and, you know, that's, that's never good. Um, I don't know. I've, I've been on a bit of a uh, self-improvement, self-development kind of um, journey over the last like four to six weeks, you know, quitting smoking, eating better, um, focusing, you know, on just what I need to do like for yeah. longevity of my life more or less rather than what's better for me right I mean, not what's better for me right now rather than my own comforts right now. Yeah. Um, and I think that in itself, this like positive attitude has been really what's actually carried me throughout everything. Um, so as hard as it's been, like I recommend, you know, positivity always like it'll actually carry you so well. Fucking mad props, dude. I know how hard fucking quitting smoking and eating well yeah. shit is. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's, I mean, I mean, Cooking every night can be a pain, but honestly, I mean, you've, you've, coming from personal experience over the past six weeks, it is like, it just, it is really good. Like you do feel better. Yeah. Like I feel more active in the mornings. I can sleep for like six hours a night now and Damn. wake up and feel, you know, energetic, ready to get out of bed. Um you know, take me back two months, three months plus, uh, I'd sleep 12 hours and be like, I don't want to get out of bed. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I love sleep, so I, I can still do that now if I want to, but I don't want to. I want to yeah. get up and do stuff, go gardening, whatever it is. Sick. Yeah, I find um, I've recently started reading The Artist's Way, which is kind of a self-improvement book specifically aimed artists of any sort and um yeah it's kind of similar things you know just teaching yourself to be better overall and um there's this guy adam ivy on youtube uh he has this 20 days of focus challenge which is a really like it's aimed at it's aimed at like helping yourself um get more followers on instagram and that kind of shit but um I started doing the challenge and then I just started adding other things that I should be doing to the list. Like yeah. every day I go for a walk and you know, that kind of stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do the same. I'll go for a walk down in the shops or go for a skate if I don't need to go, go to the shops and yeah, it's amazing. It really helps that. Yeah. And it's what I found was so great about that is that you're aiming to get 20 days in a row and if you don't, if you miss a day, you start over, but it's yeah. not a big deal. Like you'll eventually get the 20 days in a row, but it's kind yeah. of just tricked me into just wanting to do that shit every single day. <laughs> like if I ever get the 20 days in a row, I think I'm just going to keep going anyway. You know? Yeah. And, and you should, it's, it's about that consistency. It's, yeah. You know, uh, consistency is what brings, you know, w- what you're chasing. Basically, it's, um, you know, tortoise and the hare, you know, the hare was not consistent, even though he was faster at getting the job done, per se, 
um, he kept stopping and starting. Yep. And that resulted in him losing. While the tortoise was slower, but never stopped. I mean, he was consistent through the whole thing, through the whole race, and that's why he won. Um, and compounding on top of consistency, like compounding is everything at that. You know, the, the as long as you keep something up, you're going to start seeing, I mean, you won't see really results at first, but after two weeks, it's like going to the gym. Um, not that I go to the gym, I've never gone to the gym, <laughs> but, um, you know, you don't see results, you know, for the first couple of weeks. It's, it's not until, um, you know, after a month or a couple of months that you actually see the results. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that plays a big part, but that's awesome. I'll have to actually suss that out. What's that? Yeah. Um, YouTube? Uh, Adam Ivy. Adam Ivy. Yep. Yeah. And then and was, was the 20-day challenge. Oh, the book was The Artist's Way. Uh, Artist's Way. Oh, sweet. I can just watch this over. <laughs> yeah. <find those> out. <laughs> um, no, awesome. Yeah. And to add another thing on to the consistency stuff is um, a lot of people, especially producers, seem to think that you got to work like 12 hours a day and keep that shit up. But like that's unless you're the type of person that just can do that regardless that's like a one-way path to burnout like it's yeah. way better to just work less hours every single day than work 12 hours and feel like yeah. complete shit the next day and take the day off that's it yeah no, I, I definitely agree with that it's um moderation you yeah know? you gotta like i i actually stopped gaming <laughs> like i stopped oh, nice. gaming haven't haven't gamed in six weeks um but you know, I, I hadn't watched TV shows for three years before that. I'd watched three movies in those three, well, in two years. Sorry. Holy shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't watch TV. But since I stopped gaming, I've actually picked up watching, you know, more Netflix, watching TV again. Um, and, you know, if anything, what I've, what I've learned from that is that, you know, it's, a, it's about moderation. It's not that watching TV necessarily is bad or watching... Uh, or gaming is bad, but moderation, you know, yeah. you, you just got to balance it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> so what's the uh, release plan? Or sorry, what's the next release that's coming out on Dubwubs? And, uh, yeah, what's oh, it's got what a, kind of vibe is that one going on? It's got a beautiful, very bright, colourful uh, cover. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> um, very, actually, I think... There's some, technically, um, well, the pre-release is out, so the cover's actually available to, like, to, to view, per se. But um, the next release is uh, by Espioth, uh, and it's called Adventure Mode. But yeah, this release is actually uh, quite quite a nice one. I'm very, very happy to actually announce this one. Uh, shout out to Dan Nelson for this uh, killer tune. Cheers for hitting us up and having that faith with us. Um, yeah, this drops on the 7th of August and, uh, hitting all the stores. We had a slight issue with Spotify and all that. Um, so it won't be on Spotify until the 9th. Um, but I'd say it's, uh, it's just really good dubstep. It's like what dubstep no. should be. <laughs> and I won't, I won't denounce rhythm, but it's not rhythm. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a killer tune. I'm like, yeah, it's it's one of uh, 
I should I shouldn't I shouldn't say that I have favorites, but it's one of my favorites of what's coming up. Um, I we've actually got so many killer tunes. I can't even say that because like almost all of them are actually really really good. We got like you know some killer. Um, um, we got some killer tear out, some killer um, like borderline bro step, just generic dub, which is awesome. Um, you know some rhythm. Um, one being another EP that's coming up soon. Um, yeah, it's it's very exciting. Um, definitely go check that out. Uh, you can find the links actually to um, SB Off uh, the pre saves at the moment over on Dubwub's promotions. Uh, just hit up the link tree or just link tree forward slash uh, Dubwub's promotions. Um, and yeah, go pre-save that. You can also yeah, yeah, yeah. go save Astro's <laughs> EP on there. It's still up there. Bam. Go hit Astro. that. Go give it a love. Hell yeah. Do it, do it, do it. Um, <laughs> I've been meaning to ask, do you guys have a Spotify playlist like just for the Dubwobs releases? Yeah, we do. Um, we definitely do. Yeah. I want to actually get on to uh, doing a monthly scheduled playlist as well so pretty much um you know just have whoever like either whether people or whether people send us music to put on this playlist or whether we actually you know go out and find um music ourselves and put it on um we're gonna have a playlist that's gonna be everything like that we love and whatever um of the last 30 days uh put on there and so songs will actually automatically drop out of the playlist after 30 days of their release. Oh, I and didn't so it'll know just you be this, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, it's kind of like how a repost chain works in the sense of like you schedule them um, and you can schedule them for how long. Um, but instead of how long they're being reposted for, it's, well, it's kind of like reposting, but within Spotify, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's gonna be good. Yeah, I'm excited to follow that and also go find the uh, the dub the regular one uh, after this. Yeah, well, I um, heard you got a uh, sick um, playlist as well for yeah on the brain uh, Australian one. producers. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I was about to say um, if you're listening and you're an Aussie dubstep producer, um, just I guess hit me up like email or comment on the youtube video or something because i'm trying to put together an aussie dubstep playlist of around like 50 artists or so um 50 you know i'm sure there's more than 50 of you in australia so <laughs> there has to be there has to be right <laughs> trying to think i think i think i actually saw a couple i'll have to hear you up after this but i think Sweet. i saw a couple that um aren't on that list yet sick sick um I'm mad and so as for people who want to submit to Dubwobs, is is there a link to the email or something in the link tree? Or um, you know, that's a, that's a great idea. I need to add that in there. <laughs> submit as one of the one of the links. Um, no, there's not. But uh, you can either submit just by uh, emailing straight to us, which is Dubwobs with a Z promotions at gmail.com. Yet to have a cool uh, domain email. But um, uh, we also, through our website, which is just www.dubwebspromotions.com, 
Uh, we have a big old submit button up in the top right-hand corner. Um, and then oh, I think that's technically it, but um, I'll have to add one to the link tree as well. But yeah, we've taken tunes. Uh, we've got an actual, uh, we got a compilation album, a free download compilation album coming up in uh, December, which will have probably like 15 plus free download tunes, 15 different artists plus. Um, and yeah, that, that's going to be awesome. Got one from yourself there. Got yeah. uh, a couple of uh, Australian producers uh, dropping tunes in that as well as like all, all over the rest of the world. Um, yeah, it's, it's exciting. Very exciting. Fuck yeah. Are you going to release one of your own tunes on Dubwobs? I already have, but I will. Oh, I will again. Oh, that was before I talked to you guys. Yeah, yeah. It, it was makes- like me, me and Matt when um, at the start of the year when we decided to get Dubwobs rolling properly and really invest into it and actually um, put all our time and energy into it. Um, we had actually... Um, yeah, so, yeah, sorry. At the start of the year when me and Matt had started investing properly into Dubwobs, um, we decided to take it upon ourselves to actually be the first two releases. And um, that was just so that we could have time to do all the planning and setting up and whatnot. Um, that that was actually one of my favorite unreleased tunes of my own at the time. So I was like, yeah, just bam, I'll put that one forward. Um, and... I'm pretty happy with it, but I haven't really made much music since. It's been very saddening, but um, you know, got to put that time into Dubwebs and yeah. get it going and it flowing. So it was definitely a good idea to put your own tunes out as the first releases, just to kind of like no risk practice the whole label thing, I guess. Exactly. Just because yeah. you don't want to burn someone like, hey, we're going to do all this shit for you and then like you just can't <laughs> deliver for some reason. Yeah, literally, right. Horrible. <laughs> oh, we, we still sometimes even have those issues right now. And that's what I was talking about before about how like, you know, we're a plane taking off and realistically like our wheels are still coming in. Um, and, you know, because since we just started recently doing distribution to Spotify um, and iTunes, et cetera. Um, doing that has made us realize, oh no, like we actually got to like plan to do our release. Like we got to actually upload releases two weeks yeah. before it releases. Cause otherwise, otherwise it won't release on, on the day that we want it <laughs> to release. And there's just all these massive issues that we have and, um, or have had and still currently have like with SB Off's release, like, uh, you know, that was actually pushed back a week. Um, and um, it's disheartening for myself when that happens, but you know, I just I know like in in general, like you can't let things like that get to you. You just gotta push through and find ways to work around it. And you know, by the end of this year, um, I plan that you know our plane will now be at full out altitude. So that that's like the main goal um, for 2020, anyway. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, get to get to that point where we're just cruising. And yeah, it's like sure it was pushed back, but ultimately it's it's not that big of a deal, at least in my opinion. Like you're still gonna do everything promised. It's just it took a bit of extra time. So it's yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean that's what um like I'm sure the artists always understand 
to a degree that you know when something does get pushed back that it is you know for their betterment yeah um you know it's I mean, it, if we didn't care, we'd just be like, all right, slap it out. Like, <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter. It's, you know, oh, it's released on the day we said, blah, 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 all these other issues. It doesn't matter. Like, but no, yeah, we, we definitely care and we want to keep things as in line as possible and on track. Um, so, I mean, it's not only for our branding and the artist's branding, but it's also for the sake of like fluid promotion, fluid marketing, um, just works better yeah you, know, you can't say like oh something's going to release on this data um the public and then you know on that day be like or on that week beforehand be like oh it's actually going to be this day now because of this or whatever um you know chances are you're going to have less people on that day actually follow through and view it so sure yeah, yeah. yeah. um it kind of reminds me of just like games and stuff being delayed. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it sucks, yeah. but ultimately it's gonna it's gonna be the greater result. Um, oh, the, <laughs> the bastards! That just reminds me of um, Cyberpunk game. Nah, not Cyberpunk, <laughs> um, but pretty much exactly like Cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> nah, what is it called? Uh, Mountain Blade. Uh, Mountain Blade, they're like, oh, we're, we're releasing it on um, PC, but not console. And it's like, you've held oh, it off for this off. long, almost like 10 years, and you tell us you're going to release it on this day, and it's already been pushed back again and again and again. And now, you know, now you're telling us that it's not going to release on console? Like, well, for a while, and you're not even giving any explanation to when it's going to release on console? Fuck. Like, I guess I'm just gonna have to buy a PC. <laughs> <laughs> that um, that definitely sounds like a hype killer. But I reckon the amount of delay that Cyberpunk has had is just gonna like when it finally comes out, it's just gonna explode. I reckon. Oh, is that still not come out? No. <laughs> oh yeah, so, shit. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, that makes. Yeah, no, it hasn't, has it? No. <laughs> yeah, I see. I every time I see like a, a video or whatever, and like an ad for it, a trailer. And like it's like oh yeah you know it's coming up in a few months or you know end of the year type thing. I, I, yeah, part of like not gaming. I don't really pay. I haven't paid much attention to most games in a. I mean, even before the whole like six, last six weeks type thing. Um, but yeah, no, that would be good. Did Death Stranding get released? Death Stranding's out. I believe it? so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know that that was like held off for a little bit, but. That looks like a good game, besides just looking like walking around all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's what deters me <laughs> from those kinds of games. Yeah. Um, yeah, so is there anything else that you'd like to talk about before we kind of wrap up here? Um, I think. Um, well, I, I guess like uh, DWP, like, you know, fortnightly releases till the end of the year. Um, we have like, uh, yeah, the compilation. So, just, you know, if you want to send us re- uh, tunes for that compilation, um, you know, just hit up our website or hit up um, our page, you know, just send send it through to our Gmail. Um, uh, we'd love to have you, um, you know. Um, we have also two exclusive release slots left for this year. And they're like, that's it. Like, we're fully booked out to the end of the year, which is awesome. Um, you know, Merch is like hidden the store right now, which is all on our website. 
Um, and hopefully, as Terraform, I'll be bringing you some new music soon. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Hell yeah. Oh, but, um, I forgot to forgot to ask something, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I heard that you, I assume you're okay with me talking about this since I sent you a preview of the questions. Um, oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I heard that there might be like some DJ mixes or remix contests oh, yeah, or, yeah. or like even a radio station at some point. So, yep, yep. Yeah, like it's it's obviously going to take a bit, but like you guys are just going to fucking go full out. Like that shit is crazy. That just must yeah, take man. hella work, but it's going to yeah, be well, sick. Uh, and that, that's why they're like, these things are kind of like behind the scenes at the yeah. moment because they're, they're ideas that I've put forward to Matt um, and we've talked about and kind of decided that they, they're going to happen. Um, it's just that we haven't actually pursued, um, you know, doing them yet. Uh, radio station is a definite. So, you know, give it end of twen- uh, 2021, we'll have a, uh, yeah, digital radio station going, which we plan to, you know, involve, um, you know, kind of like small, like kind of talk shows in a sense, like who knows, they could even host you up on the radio station type thing, like (laughs) put these, put these through, that'd be great. Um, as well as, um, you know, promoting people's music, playing it on our site, just like noisiest, uh, radio station Mm -hmm. does, um, you know, basically playing our own releases, um, which, was partially the original idea um, for the radio station because as a label, you know, we want to be promoting our own, you know, our releases and um, you know, what's, what's better way than a radio station, Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that way as well, it's going to gain a slight bit of revenue stream, you know, back through it. So, but then yeah, mixes um, we're getting on to having uh I don't know if it'll be the every second week. Um, like so every week that we don't have a release, we'll have a guest mix. Um, I don't know if it'll be every second week or if it'll be once a month. But, yeah, we're looking to do guest mixes um, from artists around the world, whoever. Um, and that that's like i i've only asked one person so far so that that's literally something i've started within the last week um but yeah that that's a definite too um if anything that'll be saying i'll probably that will probably happen next year um we'll start next year um but that that's something definitely like to look forward to um and you know that works in with the radio station too because eventually having the radio station we're going to want people to do mixes and have mixes for this radio station. Yeah. Um, and I mean, radio station, we can even work in collaborations with like, say these online festivals and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's all, uh, what was the other thing? Radio station. Yes. Mixes. Uh, and remix contests. Remix contest. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, looking to do a remix contest towards the start, like, or end of this year, hoping to start it within the next month or two. Um, we're just kind of working through the details at the moment, trying to work out. Um, yeah, basically just the nitty gritty details um, and when kind of works within our schedule 
to be a good time to start it, a good time to finish it um, and have the release set um, as well as, yeah, uh, it's very exciting. I'm actually yeah. I'm almost stressed thinking about it now. It's like, <laughs> oh, shit, do I, I got I to gotta go get all this shit done. Like, <laughs> I'm going to get off my ass. Yeah, I think well, actually, I'm going to sit be, on my ass. I think this is going to be the longest episode so far. But, um, oh, shit. yeah, the conversations yeah, just flowed, flowed so naturally. Um, I had a feeling it would. But yeah. yeah. I really like the way you were talking about radio stations. Like, it sounds like it's going to be like an actual radio station and not just like random music from the label. <laughs> yeah, no, no. no I, I like it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a proper radio station. And I oh, like, because oh, I mean, you know, just like yourself and your passion, um, you know, um, you know, I've, you know, to some degree, I, I can't say that this is true or not, but I feel like I've had kind of that similar ideology that you've had um, that got you into doing your podcasts. You know, I'd love to sit down and, you know, talk with artists about, yeah. you know, not only music and whatnot, but um, just about, you know, even just get rid of music completely and just talk <laughs> about random shit going on in the world. Like, um, and, um, you know, so that that's something that I thought, oh, that's great because I can just put it in with the radio station. Yeah. Um, and then another little niche I'd love to have in it, almost like an Easter egg, is uh, give it a kind of Grand Theft Auto radio station. Oh, feel, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, give some like quirky little, quirky little skits in there. <laughs> be good fun. Fuck. Your Ornob, if you're listening, you got to do some voiceover for these skits and shit. <laughs> yeah, my straight mate, up. My mate is a fucking dope VO artist. Oh. All right. Yeah, um, right, sweet. You I think we'll me. end it there. And um, yeah, all the links for Dubwobs and Terror or Kai's music under Terraform will be in the description and that. Um, yeah. yeah, thanks for joining me so much, dude. It was a pleasure Glad talking you to you. No, pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Uh, go go check out all of Astro's uh, <laughs> Wavetable podcast for sure. Uh, you're missing out on a lot of, well, unless you've already seen them, um, <laughs> a, a lot of awesome production information and yeah. all sorts, all sorts. Thanks, yeah, man. No, my <laughs> pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. All good. Uh, all right. Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been Wavetable Episode 9 featuring Kai aka terraform peace peace